Again, everyone. Hello there, everyone. Uh, welcome to the NDC Savings Club Radio Show Hour. And again, this is the NDC Savings Club Radio Show. Uh, that great song, as you were listening to it, it's, it's called Wake Up Everybody by Harold Marvin and the Blue Notes. And that goes all the way back to 1975, now 40 years ago. And nicely that people are beginning to wake up and using the the great informational, uh, I guess, uh, informational hubs that we have now through the Internet and using our computers, using our phones, and using all these mobile devices that we have now to start waking up and we are we're beginning to listen to the truth and again that goes all the way back to 1975 so again it takes time for people to start understanding and I guess this is part of the Aquarius age to wakening up of knowledge and again this is what this NDC Savings Club is all about is giving you knowledge and is basically is geared towards health care and again, we definitely need uh, you know, ways to help us save money on health care. By the way, everyone, I am your host, Alex Acuna, and I've been running this show now for over a year now, and we've been getting really great uh, response from you people asking for more shows, more savings, and definitely you can go to the NDC Savings with an S Club Com. And again, it's just a website, it's a portal, a directory, and there's nothing to join. Everything is absolutely free, and you can look around there for ways to help you save money. And again, that's what the NDC Savings Club is about. Also, what I've been doing is continuing on my new series, which is called The 36 Flows of Energy Systems. And that's also been getting great response. And and what is this uh, energy flows? It's everything that 
you might want to learn about. Let's say you want to learn about chiropractic and how does that work. What about magnets? What about acupuncture? Maybe you heard of auras. Maybe you heard of chakras. Maybe you heard of meridiums. Maybe you heard of crystals. How is that going to help you? Maybe you want to learn about chi energy. You want to learn about healers. You want to learn about living foods and and also about music and color. As you're beginning to hear here, these are all themes around energy and how does the energy flow through our body. And a lot of these are therapies and, and modalities that people have used to help heal the body. Since the body is not only physical, but we're also energy-wise and we're also mental. And again, that's a whole other uh, concept there of a mental uh, health and what you think and what you do is, is all in your mind. And this one it has to do also on the energy body. So again, some of these other conceptual things here of, of the flow of energy systems, you might want to learn about, um, let's say, Arvaric medicine, Reiki, massage therapy, Chinese medicine, Shigan. And these are some of the uh, subjects here. We're also going to have here like structuring water, geometric shapes like pyramids and all, and other configurations that are out there in, in nature, and also uh, man-made and un-man-made structures. And how, how does that create an energy field? Feng Shui, how you're able to uh, manipulate your, the flow of energy through your home or through your work. Uh, numerology, you might have here like alchemy. And again, this is all energy systems. Uh, also, astrology, psychics, how do they work? You know, how does the whole concept of energy, how, how they're able to perceive or have these vibrations? And this is what our series is about. We already, out of the 36, we already done. I think we're going to go in on our 12th or 13th already part in reference to the energy system. So definitely keep tuning in. Definitely go into the archives of PRN, go uh, and go there and go to NDC Savings Club and look at all the shows. It's nicely put there, and you can listen to the shows at your leisure, 24/7. And also, you can go to the NDC Savings Club, click on the radio show tab or button on top, and then that it's also archived there. Uh, definitely, please share this with your friends and family and neighbors, and let them know about these kinds of topics and you know and, and believe it or not has a lot to do with your health um, you know we take care of our body physically in reference to exercises also trying to eat right taking vitamins taking nutrients and eat you know breathing correctly you know uh, drinking the right clean water breathe you know cleaning uh, um, uh, breathing in nice clean air so again, this all has to do with the body, but what about on the energy vibration? You know, that's what this whole series is all about because again, it has to do with health to help you in, in your in your achievement towards a healthy body, healthy mind, and healthy spirit. So that's what this whole series is all about to help you on the energy vibration and on the spiritual vibration. So again, you know, please uh, keep tuning in. And also, talking about this, I'm going to have my special guest within now, within the next uh, 20 minutes or so. We're going to have a special guest. 
Her name is Rose Farlarmo. And what she's going to be talking about today is about yoga. And again, uh, you heard about yoga. Some of, you know, some of us have done yoga, and it's, we perceive it as a, uh, as a way to stretch and to exercise and to breathe right. But there's a lot more to yoga than that. And this is what we're going to be talking to Rose about, Rose Forlando. Um, she is the director of Angel Light and is a consulting and healing center in Asheville, North Carolina. And they've been doing this going back all the way to the uh, 2000 and before then. And they've been helping people, with, again, with, you know, with yoga, meditation, spiritual development. And you can see that, you know, we have here people that know this. Uh, a little bit about Rose also. She's also, she was uh, a director and trained training in the National Spiritual uh, Science Center in Washington, D.C. back in the 80s. And she is also a licensed uh, massage therapist and certified uh, yoga instructor. So again, uh, you know, we're talking about people that have been doing this for years and again, uh, if you're able to go back into our shows, our people that I'm talking with in reference to these subjects, they've been doing it for 10, 20, 30, 50 years. I had one of our other guys that now have been doing it for 70 years, and that was on reflexology. So again, if you want to learn about these topics, you can definitely you know go back into the archives, go back into the shows, and listen to it. And please share it again with your friends, uh, neighbors, and family. Also, there on the website, uh, there's a website you can reach these people. Go directly to their websites. All these people have websites you'd be able to go to and then contact them. And a lot of times you might want to do a session with them or talk to them about services. So, again, it's there. And there, a, lot, a lot of them are willing to give our members special pricing and special consideration. So, again, just tell them you heard the show on the PRN or on the NDC Savings Club. And then you know, let them you know, let them know that you appreciate the uh, you know the show, and 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 you appreciate their services. So again, um, this is what we're going to be talking about. And talking about yoga, what's interesting is to calm down the mind. Right now, uh, you've been hearing so much about ADD. You know, this uh, attention deficit disorder, and I think we all have it. We're all being bombarded by so many distractions all around us. You know, stresses, you know, financial stresses, family stresses, environmental weather stresses. Here in New York, we just got hit for almost, almost close to three feet worth of snow. And again, that's, you know, for this past weekend, a lot of us have been digging out. Uh, not going to our jobs or being late, and then we also have to be stressed out, being stuck going to our homes or coming back to our homes, you know, going to work, and, and these snow piles and all, and, and what's been happening. And this is going all across the country, and, and for crazy weather patterns and floodings and, and drought, and so there's a lot of things happening all around us. So again, that's creating a lot of a, uh, of a static mind. Uh, you know, like a wandering mind, a chattering mind. And yoga is kind of a, a therapy or a practice that can help you quiet the mind. 
And we'll talk to Rose about that, how right now this is very important, using the concept of yoga. And it isn't just stretching and doing these exercises, weird poses and stuff and stretching and all. No, there's a lot more to yoga than most people would think. So again, if you want to learn about it, definitely let's tune in in the next 15 minutes or so and we can start talking about yoga. So again, um, I want to get back to what is the Endesee Savings Club. Well, the EndesseeSavingsClub.com, it's a website. It, and in this website, it's like a directory. And inside this directory, uh, we have over 75 different benefits that you can have access to. And it's all free. There's nothing to join. There's nothing to sign up for. Now, we do have it if you want to sign up for our email to let you know about upcoming events, upcoming shows. So definitely you can use that, and that's optional. We don't force anything uh, on these websites and all. That you can, you know, If you want to, you can learn about it, and you can sign up for the email, and then we'll send you out you know, uh, just once a week letting you know about the upcoming show. So again, it's not on, you know, it's not bothering you. We don't sell your information. We don't give out your list. You never have done that, and never will. So again, there's a lot of other things out there that you know you put your email in, and then I'm, you know, I'm very much against that because then you get put in some mailing list, and they sell your email list, and then you get bombarded with a whole bunch of garbage in your email. Uh, talking about, you know garbage and stuff in email, I would strongly suggest uh, for yourselves to open up other email accounts and basically for garbage, junk, have your personal email, you know, keep that to yourself and, and, and be kind of careful who you give that to and people you give it to. Definitely on all emails, if you get attachment. Do not open them because, again, that's where these viruses and that's what will destroy, you know, your computer and all in reference to these viruses. So, again, uh, only accept emails from trusted sources, friends and people that you know. And definitely if you see an email, that uh, try to read the, the, the end of it. If you see .exe, that means execute, and that means that as soon as you press that document or open up that document, it's going to execute probably a virus, a Trojan horse inside your malware, viruses in there, and it's going to do a lot of damage. Uh, everyone, sadly, is that a lot of the times, once you get infected, it's very hard to uh, get your computer or your devices uninfected because they're always going to be infected. So again, it's yeah, a lot of times you might need to scrap your computer and stuff and get another one. So again, you know, I would strongly suggest that uh, periodically uh, save your information, update it, you know, to uh, to one of these storage devices. You can get them out there, you know, at you know on the internet. You can go to Staples. You can go to Office Max. You know, for twenty, fifty bucks, you can get uh, a storage device and periodically update your computer so in this way you know that information is so important especially 
pictures and videos of our families and, and uh, get-togethers that we have, you know, personal stuff, definitely you want to save that. Because, again, um, as weather conditions keep getting worse, which they will, every year will be progressively worse until become a time that we might have to all live in bubbles, city bubbles, probably in the future. Uh, that's how bad things are probably going to get or go underground. There's going to be a lot of crazy stuff happening in this world. So then again, the same thing would say about the Internet, you know, and devices, computer devices and all. And they're probably going to be attacked. There's going to be more damage, more destruction, more worse viruses. So be prepared for that. You know, take that in consideration. Store your information in other devices. And again, uh, when I mean devices, other storage devices, more than one. Because again, you know, at least have two to three different backups. Because again, you know, you lose that kind of information. And, you know, a lot of us are putting everything now on our computer and our phones and all. And it, it's, it's personal stuff, family videos and all that. For it to be gone, uh, I learned that the hard way with my first iPhone. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really back it up. And I had a lot of great pictures and video there of the family and all and, and family get-togethers. Then someone broke into my car and stole the phone. So they actually broke my window of the car and actually went in and I left I left the phone there in, in the uh we armrest underneath there. I thought it was safe. This is at a flea market, I was right there and they broke in and took the phone right out of the armrest and I forgot about it because I left it there. And again, you know, people are out there looking for stuff and all that information that I had, the pictures and, and family and videos, all that stuff I have is gone. You know, I completely lost it. So, again, I lost all that information. And then you have to go through the pains of trying to, you know, disconnect that phone and, and, you know, and having someone not taking your information. So, again, this could be said also for your house, your computer, your devices, your phone. So, definitely, you want to take that into consideration because these things do happen. So, you want to back it up as much as you can, you know, as you can. So, again... You can see this is part of the Savings Club. Uh, that's what this show is about, to give you advice, give you suggestions, and things that you know maybe we didn't consider, we didn't think of. And talking about things that are happening around us, and I, I, I keep coming back now to weather patterns uh, throughout the country, and I know that this, this station and this whole program is listening around the world, uh, we have to start definitely taking more and more in consideration in reference to crazy weather patterns that are going to happen and destructive and destroying weather patterns in reference to winds. How will winds uh, will, will destroy? Well, if you got buildings, you got trees, they can come crashing down at your house or your car, and then maybe your insurance won't cover that. And again, look at your policies. What's crazy about any kind of insurance, homeowners, car insurance, boat insurance, or renter's insurance, whatever, you don't know what you have until you need to go use it. And a lot of times people don't realize that you know, what they thought they were covered with, they weren't covered with. So again, you have to like definitely look 
at your policies or look at things and see what's going to happen. And again, like winds, destruction, you know, you're talking about trees coming down on your car and your home or your property and all. You know, a, tree might, a huge tree might come down your property and, you know, insurance is not going to cover it. You're going to have to you're going to have to cut up that tree and, and get a company to move it for you. And that might cost you hundreds to thousands of dollars to do that. And that might be money that you might not have. So, again, weather. Uh, so, again, that, that's weather, blizzards, uh, tornadoes. That's going to be happening more. Wet, uh, rain, flooding. If you're around uh, water, streams, ocean front or 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 river front or stream front you know you can be looking at flooding and that flooding can go all the way to a mile or or, or more in inland so if you're near it you know you can be looking at your basement or your first floor being underwater at least inches or feet underwater and a lot of us have a lot of stuff that we store in our basement and all. Or if we have a first floor, you know, you might have storage stuff there. And again, that could all be destroyed because of flooding. And again, I would strongly suggest, you know, to move your valuables and, and you know, pictures and, and albums and videotapes and everything that you have that are valuable to put it as high as you can. And definitely... Another thing, we all have a lot of stuff in storage as well. And in storage, you know, we don't think that that might not be flooded. It probably will be flooded sometime in the future. So if you're on the first floor, you know, you can lose all the stuff that you've been saving and you've been paying for storage and the insurance won't cover for that. So again, I learned that last year and I mean, I, I thought of that, and I have, I have some stuff in storage, which a lot of us probably do, on the ground floor, and I turned around and moved it up to the third floor. This is like a large storage capacity place. So then I moved it up to the third storage, you know, to the third floor. So again, if the first floor floods, then maybe the second floor, who knows? You know, most likely not the second floor, but definitely the first floor, I have my stuff stored on the third floor. So these are like little things that, you know, we're not aware of. And, you know, we don't know until it happened. And it is very disheartening and also very upsetting and really a waste of time trying to go through all this stuff to try to save all this stuff where you could have done something preventatively before it happens. So, again, crazy weather patterns. You know, weather, you know, mean wind and, 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 you know, tornadoes and hurricanes. And look at this here in New York City in 2016. We got close to the whole East Coast, got close to two to three feet. And, and again, we're just starting. We might get another two, three, or five more feet in the future. So, again, these weather patterns out to people out in the Midwest, you have to worry about drought, no water. In, in the middle of the country, tornadoes and, and flooding. So again, you know, take all this into consideration. And and again, people from around the world, you know, look at your areas and look what's been happening, and try to safeguard. And and again, maybe talk to your family about you know about 
taking in consideration that if things happen, and the, most families would understand that, you know, to be for each other, to help out each other. And in case something happens to either one of you, either yourself or your family members or friends, to start uniting together and living together and working together in case something happens that is destructive. So again, um, as you can see here, everyone, I, I try to give helpful information and, and definitely share this of things that maybe you want to take in consideration and consider. So again, I, I think for today, uh, making connections with your family and your friends and talking about this in case something happens and they see it all on the news and stuff that you know, you're there for each other in case something does happen. And uh, and also on the financial thing too. Who knows what might happen out there in these in these banking system and financial institutions? You should have cash also, and more important, you should have maybe silver. You know, to, in case something happens, there at least there's some liquidity, there's some finance there that you can use or have some cash in case something happens. So again, it's a lot of crazy stuff happening in this world, but at least you know take take advantage of. of you know what's going on around us, and you know, and and talk with your your family and your friends and immediate family about this. So again, you know, this is part what the Endicy Savings Club is all about. So you can turn around and and, and be aware of it. Also, like I was saying, in reference to the Endicy Savings Club, you can look around. You can look around for all kinds of other ways to help you save money. Save your money on dental and vision, on lab work, blood work, MRIs. You know, want to look at, want to save money on affordable glasses. So again, you know, it's all there. It's it's free. There there is there is no cost. It's absolutely free. It's it's like a, a website, a directory that you can browse around. And look around for savings to help you save money. So again, this is what the Endicy Savings Club is all about. And please take advantage advantage of it. And also, please uh, let your friends, your family, and your neighbors know about our program. So again, everyone, you can definitely take advantage of the Endicy Savings Club and to help you save money. And also, as you can see, I've been given kind of advice and stuff so people can you know, take heave of and what is going to be happening to us here on, on the global stage, personal stage, and also on the spiritual stage. So a lot of stuff is going to be happening to us. Uh, at this point, I wanted to just go over quickly as a, uh, as a, a, a recap on last week's show, until we get our special guest, Rose, uh, I want to talk about meriniums and what would what would that show was about. And again, you can go back into the archives and look at what meriniums are. Well, meriniums are these energy points, and we all know it as maybe an acupuncture where to put the needle in. Well, that's the energy meridium. That's that's what it unblocks. It's like a, a flow, uh, uh, like a flow of a river. And you have dams that block it up. And then you're able to put a needle in there and vibrate it, and it's able to unblock. So, again, 
This is sort of the concept of these energy meridiums. Also on the Earth, there are energy meridiums on the Earth. Uh, uh, Hawaii is a good example of an energy meridium. If you see the islands keeps up going forward, it's like four or five islands, and all emanating from one point deep within the Earth, and that's an energy, a very strong energy meridium. Another one might be uh, the Bermuda Triangle. That's another energy point. And throughout the world, there's all kinds of energy meridiums. And also, if you look at ancient civilizations, buildings, like in Machu, uh, Machu Picchu and down in, in, in uh, Mexico and, and the pyramids, these are all energy meridium points that ancient, maybe UFOs or ancient people knew. And I'm thinking more about UFOs because, again, people cannot, we can't build these cities anymore. I mean, with our technology, we can't even build these cities. So, again, this is information. I did talk about that in the previous shows, and you might want to you know, learn about what I talk about in reference to uh, these ancient aliens or, or UFOs, whatever that are out there, because, you know, it's pretty incredible that all these cities, even with our technology, we can't even build them. So, again, it all has to do with energy, meridiums and all. So, again, it is a very uh, interesting topic here about energy meridiums. So, again, I would strongly suggest for people to go back into the shows and, and listen to all these different topics that we have. So at this point, I'm going to bring in our special guest, Rose uh, Farmilano. Is it, how would you say your last name, Rose? That would be Phil Aramo. Phil Aramo. Okay, Rose. Uh, like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about yoga, Rose, and uh, I was just touching up, uh, talking to people about giving them, you know, heads up of what's happened on uh, on a global stage and also on a planetary stage and also on our personal stage. That a lot of upheaval, you know, is coming up. A lot, a lot of, a lot of things are going to be happening all around us, and all these stressors that's going to be happening to us around us, the disasters, to financial, to personal. So there's going to be a lot of up evil coming up and a lot of static a lot of you know uh, kind of like not not stability so with yoga maybe that's a way that that we can use this this exercise this technique to maybe ground ourselves uh, what do you think about that rose well yes um it, that's a very good point it's certainly a tool that mm-hmm. will help us to um cope with all the myriad effects and how they interact with our personal nature, so how we perceive what's happening. Um, we do need tools. We mm-hmm. need um, ways of handling our stresses and our fears and our energy and so forth. So it is all about energy, mm-hmm. and that is what yoga is about. It's ultimately the purpose of yoga would be realizing the oneness of all life. Your connection to all life, your connection to yourself at the many dimensions. So yoga is very much like, sort of like a cake. You know, we, 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 the Western culture has taken yoga and it looks at it in a very physical way. It sees the outer layer of the cake, the outer form of the cake, but is not aware of the different layers within it. So there are many layers that uh, yoga 
um, accesses for us within our own being. And, of course, this society is so geared to focusing in the outer world and activity. It seems that activity is the predominant um, interest for people. That's what's emphasized in our culture. And yet there is inner activity. There is, you know, we, after all, we are human beings. <laughs> and we forget that part. Sometimes we just think we're human doings, but we're beings. Mm-hmm. And so yoga helps us to reconnect with that part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a good description of yoga, that it's like a cake with layers. <laughs> that's yeah, really I mean, nice. we, you know, we need these symbols to, to see it in a way that is familiar to us. And um, the, the, say the outer layer would be the physical. And mm-hmm. then the inner, another layer would be um, the vital body, or what is known as the aura or the etheric body, the energy body which in where lies the meridians and the uh, energy points, as you referenced in terms of the earth. Um, there are certain uh, vortices of energy, so too are there vortices within the human body or bodies, the human, because uh, we have these bodies that we can see clairvoyantly and and many human beings are opening to their ability to see into the dimensions that we are. We certainly know that we're dimensional beings because we have feelings. And feelings, you know, you cannot put a feeling under a microscope and, um, and say that it's real or not. So we don't have the microscope yet in the physical dimension to uh, say that feelings are real, that they're tangible. But we know they are because mm-hmm. there's a dimension of our being that you know, has feelings, so we have an emotional body. We have the mm-hmm. physical body, the etheric, which is the vital body, the energy body. We have the emotional body, which carries intense energies often, some very high, some very pure. Obviously, the love energy flows through the emotional body, too, and into the vital and into the physical. And, of course, then we have the mental body and then the spiritual body. So we are many dimensions, and yoga is really, they say there's different kinds of yoga, um, but there is um, something called Raja Yoga, which simply means royal. It encompasses all the various uh, uh, dimensions of yoga. And uh, there's the uh, approach. It depends on the person and their unique makeup and how they're oriented. So some people are very easily um, emotional and, and devotional. So that's called the bhakti yoga. And then there's the uh, dana yoga, which is more of the wisdom, at- attaining wisdom. There's the karma yoga, which is activity, but it really is just knowing that the divine is flowing through you in all your activities in this world. And, of course, then there's the hatha yoga, which is the, the, the physical. But when you go into the hatha yoga, of course, the physical has its benefits in terms of, you know, for back problems. Just in the physical realm, there's great benefits. And so most people who have back issues do very well with a gentle course of yoga. Unfortunately, in the Western culture, we have taken this magnificent science, this art science, really, from the ancient um, Indian culture at a prior time when they were very enlightened, and they passed down this knowledge, and we've taken it and westernized it. We've made it more physical, more exacting, 
there's too much of a focus on proper alignment and 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 sort of um, in some classes with some teachers, you know, um, more emphasis on the posture has to be exact and and uh, you have to achieve such a, a, a pose for a length of time and you, you know, etc. As opposed to more of the feminine approach, which would be to be more sensitive to the inner flows of energy, which mm-hmm. is really what's going to take you to where you want to go with yoga. Yeah, because, Rose, that, I mean, thank you. That's a great explanation of it. And it just uh, goes to show that and when things get westernized here, same thing, uh, a good example, that, like you said, about yoga, how most people, even myself in the past, thought it was just a way to stretch and to exercise and to have certain poses and to breathe and and not realize that there's definitely much more dimensions to that which are more important to look into the spiritual level for you to achieve those higher higher levels through using yoga. Again, right. that is ultimately the purpose of yoga being mm-hmm. brought forward at this time is to help humanity in so many ways, but the ultimate purpose is to bring us into a consciousness, an awareness of oneness, mm-hmm. oneness within ourselves, connectedness with our divine selves, oneness with each other, oneness with the planet, oneness with the realms of divinity, oneness with all of life, and that is the ultimate goal. So yoga precedes and in, is uh, a tool that helps us in terms of the deepest aspect of yoga, of course, would be then meditation, which I know is your subject of next week. Mm-hmm. So it is, um, it's, you know, a step towards unfolding our divine potential, our soul natures. And so the yoga on the physical is worthwhile, but it's not limited to the physical. And if you end there, if that's as far as you search, you'll be depriving yourself of the great gift of yoga, which is ultimately freedom. That's kind of what we're seeking. We're seeking through all the various addictions in this world, all the distractions from our own selves, our own emotions, our own energies, our own... We forgot that there's freedom within, that there's these beautiful energies within. And we're mm-hmm. only seen to be reminded when we fall in love, that, that heightened state when we fall in love and the energies are unleashed and, and we flow our divine selves towards that loved one, and it goes through that heart center, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we radiate that love towards others, towards the world even. And that's mm-hmm. when we're in a heightened state. But we don't have to just be in love at certain times in our lives to have that state. We can access that state whenever through this magnificent gift, really, from the Eastern country, India, and the Eastern attitudes, the more feminine inner world of the Eastern uh, worlds into the Western culture and, and help to balance us out. Because in the end, energy is all about balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about the feminine, the masculine, the yin, the yang, the electric, the magnetic. You see, everything's electromagnetic. And so mm-hmm. when we engage in yoga, if our awareness has gone deep into it, we understand that it's really a da- dance of energies. It's a dance of the feminine with the masculine moving back and forth. And there are, in fact, um, channels of energy in yoga anchored in the spine, the spinal column, and that are raised. 
And these energies, again, dance. They intertwine with each other. And then when that energy rises to the higher cere- cerebral spinal centers in the brain, the chakras, the energy centers there, that's when we experience bliss, enlightenment, a heightened state, a ha- expanded consciousness, and the freedom we so long for. We mm-hmm. forgot really who we are. And yoga helps us to reconnect to that. Mm-hmm. Great, great explanation. Um, I started towards the, the first half hour or so, towards the end of my segment, I started talking about how things are getting bad. I mean, we can all sense that. You know, we can see that. You know, people are losing their jobs. There's crazy weather patterns, and I've been, you know, trying to let people be aware of it and and please to tell their friends and their family and their neighbors. Connect back with your family, you know, if, if you have bad relationships or not relationships, because we'll probably need to start grouping together. And and with all this happening all around us, these stressors and all, um, definitely yoga could be a great tool maybe to, you know, maybe to stop and to start, like, focusing on something higher than ourselves to start tapping into and give us... Uh, new pathways or, or new openings or new enlightening enlightenment that we can use this vehicle yoga among other things that are out there but we're talking in reference to yoga because I think it's great so then people can start tapping into these other realms of reality and higher selves of spiritual God or you know or whatever you want to call it to help us in, in these times to calm ourselves does that make more sense now than ever, this whole concept of yoga and what it means on, on a spiritual level? Yeah, it, it, very exactly. You see, when there is the need, which there is at this time, like almost no other time, the, the stresses mm-hmm. are so magnified in this day and age where so much is demanded of us and we have to you know, earn a living and... Um, help other people out as best we can, and we have so many responsibilities, and we seem so pulled in other directions when we hear things that create fear within us, when we see the world out of balance, you know, the Hopis say the world's out of balance, Mm -hmm. Um, and we know it's true when we see suffering on the scale that we do, and, and it triggers in us the concern, well, perhaps we'll have to endure the same thing. And, you know, what if? And so our mind goes there. So when you spoke just a minute ago about holding a vision, we have to have an upliftment. We have to have the vision of our own ability to free ourselves. And not just alone, because yoga, again, the gift is oneness. We're we're connected with the spiritual realm. We're connected with the angelic realm. We're connected with higher beings who are there to assist us. But we still have to do it. And the way we do it is by holding this higher vision, this vision of our divine self, this vision of love. You know, when you fall in love, you hold this image in your mind of your loved one, and you see the divine in them, and they reflect that back to you. And you just sort of circulate that energy for a period of time, and you're elevated into your true state of being. That's when you're most yourself. And so that's what we kind of have to create in this world. Yoga helps us get there because, again, it reconnects us to our divine self. And through that reconnection, we are uplifted. We're uplifted in so many ways. We're given the vision 
we're given internal visions and a true sense of ourselves. Also, when we're um, within doing the yoga and bliss starts to flow through us, because as the energy starts to move, the energy is naturally euphoric. There's a natural life energy, just as when we were children. There was an upliftment, there was euphoria, there was boundless energy, there was joy, right? Unlimited, mm-hmm. and there was wonderment about the world. Well, that's really where we have to get back. We have to get back mm-hmm. to our true self. Yoga, through the physical, through the energy flows, through the attunement, will get us back to our true self, which will lift us up energy-wise, and that's, you know, what everyone's seeking through all kinds of addictions, drugs, and so forth. They're mm-hmm. seeking to feel good and not to feel bad. <laughs> that's really what it's, it comes down to that. People want mm-hmm. to feel good, and they don't want to feel bad. What makes them feel bad? The feeling, basically, of not being worthy. The feeling of being overwhelmed. The feeling that you're not good enough. Not good enough to be loved, not worthy enough, you can't get the job, you can't pay the rent, the stresses are too great. So we naturally want to escape that. But the best escape is one where we actually get what we're seeking. Instead of numbing out and ignoring the suffering and around the world and in our lives, we sort of have to go through it. But as you go through it, you, you access the deeper dimensions of life the deeper mm-hmm. dimensions of love that exist within all of us. Mm-hmm. And when we access it, a, a, a swirl of energy, an infusion of energy, vitality, and upliftment of bliss comes to us. That is the ultimate gift of yoga. Mm-hmm. And so the vision, if we hold the vision throughout our day, of the community we want to create, of the harmony we want to create, of ourselves as divine beings, then we can get there because we're holding that vision. If we hold our cast, our gaze downward into the suffering, into the degradation, into the the difficulties and the challenges, it's going to be hard to get there. We need to uplift our vision. You know what, Rose? uh, What's interesting is um, as you're talking, I'm listening to this. Right now, and this show is in here in the U.S. and also global, goes all across the world as well. And on a global stage, there's such a huge, uh, I guess, engulfment, people being engulfed into drugs, into all kinds of manifestations of drugs, you know. And, and, addic- and addictions and addictions. of all kinds. Addictions. Right. But uh, maybe, and you don't hear this much as an option, as I was thinking as you were talking about yoga, isn't that maybe another option to choose to get away? I mean, if if if, if on television, you know, and the social in the media, you know, and all this, these TV shows and all that, and how they do all these shows, and even the governments and stuff, they say, you know what, if you're tired of being, you know, with addictions and the stresses of life and all that, try yoga to to use that as another high, as a natural high, to tap in as an alternative. And you'll see that that's really a, a good way, a good answer to empower yourself instead of, instead of destroying yourself, much like all drugs destroy us, like cigarette smoking and, and, and sugar and candy and all these junk food destroys us. 
but good natural things enhances us. But you don't hear that message being put out there in, in social media or anything. Uh, if you have all these addictions and all, why not use yoga as a way to, as an option? Because a lot of people, again, like, you know, we were just saying about addictions and all, and jails and all. And jails are not being thought yoga, you know? Because people think of it as, oh, these stretches, stretches or positions and stuff, that's kind of stupid and it makes no sense to me. But they don't realize that it's an alternative to a spiritual self that maybe they should give that a chance. And I think that, you know, maybe more and more people now, we should tell people, you know, stresses or addictions and drugs and all that, maybe use yoga as, as an alternative. And that's more natural. I mean, that's what I was just thinking about right now. Oh, yes. Yes. It, it is sort of like, you know, if you're a creative person, and everyone is creative, but we don't necessarily engage in creative activities. But when we do, we are lifted into another state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, so we can lose ourselves, but we're present when we're when we're engaged in those things. When a person is upset and say they go play the piano as opposed to taking a drug or you know, eating a lot of sugar or ice cream or something like that or playing hours on the video game. Mm-hmm. Suppose they go and they do something creative. Well, then they're accessing a part of themselves that is alive, that is flowing energy, and that mm-hmm. puts them into that peaceful, enjoyable state. That's mm-hmm. knowing where to go. It's just knowing where to go. And mm-hmm. so yoga, too, is, an, is a place where you know where to go to get the mm-hmm. fulfillment to get the freedom that you're seeking. That's what we're seeking when we're doing addictions. We're escaping from the pain, and we're trying to feel good. And so you get a temporary fix of your addiction shopping. You go shopping, you buy something, there's a temporary fix. There's Mm -hmm. a temporary fix if you win a video game, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many addictions, Mm -hmm. and and we, as human beings, want to escape, which is natural. We want to escape the pain and the suffering and Mm -hmm. and the, the feelings inside of us that we're not good enough that we can't make it and that we feel bad about ourselves. But the problem really is that human beings have forgotten who they are. They don't have a clue who they are. Why, why do you think that? Why, why do you think that? Because the Western culture does not emphasize introspection or feelings. It emphasizes doing and the outer world. It doesn't emphasize knowing yourself. It doesn't make that important. It's like it doesn't make the feminine energy important. It, it, for millennia, the feminine energy has been denigrated. For instance, the feminine energy is associated with feeling. And yet we, we see in our culture that men are taught consistently to deny feelings, to, to not express their feelings, to suppress them, <laughs> be a man, you know, <laughs> suck it up. These are the messages that are conveyed. So well, the same thing, Rose, huh? Rose, sorry, but the same thing is it's that for women to be successful, they have to have those same feelings as well, <laughs> without no feelings, for women to be successful. Right, right. It's, it, the message has been override your feelings. Override them and do the job. Just do what you're supposed to do. But you mm-hmm. see, that is not natural because, mm-hmm. you know, if you have, it's just on the simplest level, if you have a battery and only one pole, say the outer positive pole, maybe the masculine pole is working, but the feminine is not, there's no juice there, there's no uh, allowance of that 
coal to function, you have imbalance and the battery won't function, just as in this European culture that came over to the Americas, the Indian, American Indians held the earth differently. They held a balance of the female energy. Nothing could become, you know, law or uh, in their tribe unless it went before the Council of Grandmothers. So the feminine influence, the feeling nature, which we all have, but it has not been allowed into our culture. There has been an overriding. You see, the feminine nature would be compared to the right hemisphere of the brain, the creative, the intuitive, the feeling, the higher vision, the ability to see the whole picture at one time. And we're taught in our educational system logical, deductive thinking. You know, just do it this way. And if there's, and we know this because if there's a lack of money in the educational system, what is the first thing that gets cut? Arts. Arts and creativity. Yeah, so the, the feminine nature is not allowed. That's why we have imbalance. Until the feminine, which is associated with the feeling nature, which allows us to access our love, our sensitivity, until that comes into balance with the masculine, and she, she's supposed to hold a check. She's a checking system on a, a dominant, domineering, uh, forceful, um, uh, insensitive. It can be when it's overdeveloped, when the masculine's overdeveloped, like the left brain is overdeveloped. We go through life saying good, bad, right, and wrong all day long, and that we that becomes judgment, condemnation, and. We think we're right in that because that's what's been emphasized in our culture. We have really been programmed deeply to, to operate along certain lines and not to hold the other as sacred, as important, as a balance to the left dominant masculine thinking. So mm-hmm. yoga brings us back into balance. You have both currents running through the body. You have the electrical and you have the magnetic. You have the um, what is called the ida. Um, and pingala on either side of the spinal canal. And these two are masculine and feminine energies, and they dance up the spine. They have to be in balance for the, uh, this higher energy to be experienced. And so, too, in our greater reality, in our world, the masculine and, uh, energy and the feminine energy need to dance together. And when you look at cultures like the Arabian, the Saudi Arabian, those cultures where the feminine is not allowed expression, you have great imbalance, great suffering, and a, a, a regression, not a progression, not mm-hmm. an awakening of consciousness. So yoga brings us back, and we, then we discover who we are, because we have access to both those energies. Mm-hmm. And we have access to our divinity, which gives us that upliftment, which opens our heart, helps us to love. And only through love can we reach enlightenment, only through love. Can we feel bliss? If we had, mm-hmm. a, so imagine if we had a life that the feminine energies were not allowed at all. I think they made a movie. I did not see it in the past year or so. Feeling, feeling was negated from society, and you just had almost like robots running around. Mm-hmm. What kind, would we want to live in a world like that? Would that be a world worth living in? Well, it seems like that's, that's what they're trying to corporate corporations and stuff is literally that's what they're trying to create trying to create that kind of uh, human beings a robot and and now there's probably a lot of pushback we're we're beginning to see 
the enlightenment right now. I mean, in, in the consciousness right now, we're beginning to even see it here in the U.S. in reference to our, our political race, how you have someone like Donald Trump out there kind of throwing, <laughs> you know, throwing other concepts out there that politicians never talked about. But, I mean, say whatever you want to say with him, good or bad, whatever, it doesn't matter. At least he's beginning to show people that, you know, people are thinking differently. It's not no more Republicans and Democrats and we're just going to put someone in there and, you know, pick the lesser of the evil. At least people like him and other people, Bernie Sanders also saying things in reference to the banking system and all that. So there, there is cracks in, in the dam, you know, in the walls now. They're beginning to crack and and the cycle now is going coming into this feminine, into this woman energy of caring into love and 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 I see that there's a huge need for this now, you know? So, you know what, Rose? As you can see, we're almost up to our time. We we want to definitely tell people that they can go to your website. Your website, if you want to tell us, please tell us about your website. If you can go to well, our website is not open. It's not up at this point. We're we're putting it together as we speak. So, it's well, not available. Um but what would it be? That would be fine because it, 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 this is, uh, you know, it, it, it's archived. Sure. So it's, sure. what it would be the be, website? Um, it would be Angel Light NC for North Carolina mm-hmm. dot com. Angel Light NC dot com. Okay, everyone, again, Angel Light NC, like North Carolina dot com. And please tune in. You can go in the archives. You can also, if you want to contact Rose, her email is there as well. So, again, Rose, as you can see here, the time just flies by. And then we're going to have you next week in reference to the next phase of yoga, which would be meditation. And I think you'll, you know, that's also another great topic there, talking about meditation, uh, meditation there. Okay. okay, wonderful. Yes. So, I mean, you know, thank you so much, you know, for for the call here, Rose, we'll definitely have you next week in reference to meditation, which that's the next phase that we're going to talk about yoga. And this is a great talk here. I really appreciate it, Rose, and thank you so much. And our and our people here, our audience, really, you know, probably would appreciate this. All right. I'm happy to serve. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you, thank you so much, Rose. Thank you okay. for thank your you, time Rose. and your great knowledge there. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Right. Bye bye.